0: Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Hardcore Steve, the monster and mobster, the UK beast. Prepare for the show in five, four, three, two, one,
1: hit it. Evolutionary.org, Underground Supplements, episode number four. Today we're talking about Into Guard with oral steroids. We have this question a lot on the forums, mobster, with guys who want to run oral only cycles or they want to run orals with their, you know, uh, injectable, uh, steroids. So into guard is very important to be using with oral steroids. And we're going to talk about it in this podcast. So let's first get into, um, need to build muscle. So need to build muscle. Um, look, they've been around a long time. Um, I can remember when they first started back in the old days on the forums And they were started by a couple guys who uh, basically spent their life on the forums helping people and helping people design cycles and all this stuff. And they decided, hey, you know, let's start our own supplement company, but we want to be more hardcore. We want to cater to people who use anabolic steroids specifically for on cycle, off cycle. And that's why they came up. With the com- company uh, need to build muscle? And uh, the original owner of the company, he actually ended up selling the company. And uh, since then, it's been basically improved quite a bit. And they keep coming out with high quality supplements. And the number one supplement that they have, the number one selling supplement is n 2 garb they have a lot of good supplements, but definitely N2Guard is number one. And I swear, when you're using N2Guard, you could feel the difference uh, when you're using it. And when you run out of a bottle and you're on cycle, it hits you like a ton of bricks once you stop using it in terms of the side effects. Like all the side effects seem to hit you at once, the, the blood pressure, the insomnia, the fatigue, lack of energy that sometimes we get on anabolic steroids as our bodies get toxic because you remember these anabolic steroids are very inflammatory in the body and they are t- toxic in the body. So oral steroids specifically, they're very toxic on the liver, although all steroids do stress the liver, especially because we're using them at five, 10 times what they're medically designed to be ran. So we're going to talk about all this on this podcast. So Momster, tell me a little bit about n 2 bm and uh, when did you first uh, learn about them? Because for me, it was like, it had to have been about 13, 14 years ago when I first heard about them. And that's when I started using their uh, their products. And um, it really made a big difference in my cycles and my post cycle.
0: You know, Steve, only recently I realized how long I've been on the forums. Well, I haven't been on the forums as long as you have and wasn't as familiar with Need to Build Muscle as long as you have. I realized just the other day, I think they're coming up on five years, which surprised the hell out of me. Time's gone really, really quickly. need to build muscle, Steve. I, I looked into this, and I've used some of their products, as you know, specifically n 2 obviously, as we're discussing today, 100%, and a couple of the other products. So I've got particular ones that I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of, and other ones, you know, like, like any product line, where you go, okay, it's plain and simple, it does what it says on the tin, but it's not super special. Uh, Creatine would be an obvious example. So why need to build muscle? I think it's exactly like Steve just said, right? If and I've owned a supplement company, so I know how this works. To create a properly formulated product with high quality ingredients, the right extractions, the standardized extractions, and so on and so forth is expensive, guys. Expect it's hard, right? Especially when you look at a number of ingredients here. When you look at the two or three top products that need to need to generate, sorry, need to build muscle produce, including need to generate you realise this is a complex, properly thought-out formulation. And that's taken time. I believe Steve will uh, confirm this, where the owner, the original owners had to work with experts in the industry, sat down and discussed how we can get one ingredient to work with another ingredient to get the dosages right, to, like I said, making sure you use a standardised extract, making sure you're using the right part of the plant, and so on and so forth. That's hard. Uh, it wasn't. It would have been way beyond my company back in the day, Steve. I kept it very straightforward, very, very simple. Creatine, protein, glutamine, nothing complicated at all. Uh, and and again, even stuff like getting to buy the a company that can make this for you the way you want it to be made, to buy enough at once to bring the cost down for you so there's a profit. All of that stuff's real, real difficult. It's why they've, uh, in my mind, Steve, they've only got three or four top really hardcore products that are properly aimed at people like us that do steroid cycles and want to protect ourselves, want to recover from training, want to, for example, one of my other favorite products that they do is need to joint RX. Why? Because I can tell the difference between that and a cheaper uh, joint product. So like Steve says, I notice the difference when I'm using N2G. i am using n 2 I notice the difference when I'm using into god and, and that's that's just a given i'm old enough probably older in that particular regard god, as, as steve just said to go back way way back to the original uh, liver protections that first come out a long long time ago steve probably 30 40 years ago now and know that the science just gone on from there. notice that the formulations have improved so i know how this works and like i said i've, I've owned a supplement company the the day i know just how difficult it is to produce this and i have enough knowledge as Steve does, to look at the ingredients and know the work that's gone into a product like this. Back to you, Steve.
1: Yeah, and the good thing about this, I have a doctor friend of mine. I show you know I show him the supplements um, and I show him N2GAR, a bottle of N2GAR, and I say, you know, look at these ingredients. Tell me what you think. Be honest. He looks through it, and he's like, oh, my gosh, he's like, this is a lot, you know? Do you, do you really need to take this much stuff? The ingredients, the dosing, this is, this is a lot. And look, when you're using anabolic steroids, remember, you're using five, ten times medical usage. So it's not like you can just take, you know, a handful of milk thistle that you get from the drugstore off the shelf and take a little bit of milk thistle. And that's going to, you know, really, really make a difference in your liver because it's not. I mean, look, when you run blood work and you see your AST and the ALT. And you see those numbers spike, you know, let's say it goes to 80 or 90. I'm going to use 100 as a nice round number. Let's say it goes to 100, right? And then you take, you go to a drugstore and you pull out milk thistle off the shelf. And you take milk thistle as it's sewn in the dosing. Look, that's that's for old ladies, okay? That's for old ladies who have some liver issues. She's older. Her Her organs aren't running or functioning the way they should. Oh, those are for old guys, you know, 80-year-old guys. All right, that that may work for them, but if your AST and ALT levels shoot up to let's say 100, and you, you you grab that milk thistle off the shelf at the drugstore or at the 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 GNC or the vitamin shop, all right, it might drop your 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 AST ALT like at one point it might drop to 99 on it. I mean, and I'm saying it's not going to do anything for you. Remember, you're using these oral steroids; they're very very toxic. All right, so you got to fight fire with fire here. So in Tugard, it's got a bunch of liver ingredients. And we're going to get into that in 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 one of the next segments. We're going to go over how many different they have. They've got six, seven, eight different liver supplements alone. But the good thing is they have forty four ingredients total, and they all work in synergy to help your organs. So just because. It's got something in it that's not specifically for liver, doesn't mean it's still not helping your liver. Because if it's helping other organs, then it makes life easier on your body and it de stresses your body and it causes anti inflammation in the body and it helps your liver, even though it's not directly helping your liver. But they have a bunch of ingredients that directly help the liver. So this isn't a product designed for an 80 year old grandma or grandpa, but they can still use N2Guard. I use it off cycle, okay? It works great off cycle, but you don't have to use it as as the recommended dosing. So that's why the doctor said, oh, my God, this is so much ingredients. Well, you have to fight fire with fire. He's used to a different clientele. So i are touching that a little bit. And then we'll get into the science behind what happens when you take an oral steroid. Because a lot of people don't understand that. So here's the thing, guys. And this is something that athletes, and I say athletes specifically,
0: Steve, rather than, as you said, your grandma or whatever, Right, so in order for us to get to be big, strong, muscular motherfuckers, we're kind of doing stuff to ourselves. Forgetting steroids for a second, Steve. We're trying to make something happen to our body that our body doesn't want to do. So, for example, you talk to that doctor friend of yours, and especially back in the day, right, and you said, oh, I'm taking 300 grams of protein a day, or something like that. And they go, oh, that's, that's that's a stress on your liver. That's a stress on your kidney." Same thing with creatine. Oh, because they could fuse that with creatinine as a, a blood marker, for, for an issue in your blood, for, a marker in your blood, sorry, should I say, which potentially has an issue, right? So here's the thing. We are trying to do fucked up shit, whether we're fighting in the ring for boxing or whether we're lifting crazy ass weights or running around the track 100 miles an hour. We're trying to make our body grow. We're trying to run faster. We're trying to be more athletic. And it's a stupid amount of stress on our body. And if everybody was doing it, it'd be it would be easy. But not everybody does it because it's hard. The same thing applies to eating quite high amounts of protein. And then it's just stuff like the breaking down of muscle tissue in our bodies and replacing it with thicker, stronger, better muscle tissue than the last time, and so on and so forth. All of these are stressors on the body. And that's without getting into medication, which we're going to touch on real life, smoking, drinking, and God knows what else. So we are are trying to do something, if not toxic, certainly stressing the body, and anything that can help us deal with that physical stress in this example is something we need to think about. One one thing I will also say, Steve, and I see guys do this, right? They'll spend a thousand bucks on a cycle and then bitch about buying two bottles of Integard because it's so expensive. It's it's it is is it a cheap product? No, absolutely not. But when you hold it up against the amount of money you've spent on your cycle, it's a cheap product. And in order to protect you so you can grow, so you can stay healthy, I think it's worth every single penny. Guys, you've got car insurance, you've got home insurance, you've got health insurance. Don't bitch about spending a few extra dollars than you want to when you've already spent that kind of money on training, on those new shoes that you wear to the gym and all that kind of stuff. And then definitely when you're spending money on a cycle to grow. So for me, it's worth every penny, Steve. And like I said, we're already trying to do stuff to our body, which is stressful, without adding steroids into the mix. So anything that helps us and protects us has got to be worth the money.
1: Back to you. So let's get into the science. Now, um, this podcast, we trust the science. All right. So this is the podcast for you if you really love science and you want to take a look at the science. But the black and white answer to when you use oral steroids, go get blood work done and you'll see, get before and during blood work done, you'll see a clear strain in your liver. So let's take a look at a PubMed study. And this is what the PubMed study found. And this is what we talk about in this podcast too. The way these oral steroids are structured, they have chemical substitutions on the testosterone molecule that increase potency and duration of action. That's the whole point. That's why these steroids were designed. So... Most of these steroids were designed for medical purposes to help with fighting muscle wasting, to help with anemia, to raise red blood cells and all that other good stuff and help you build mass. So we use them in bodybuilding and in fitness to give us a performance enhancement. That's the whole point. So that chemical substitution that they have to do is going to cause them to add a 17-A alkylation modification, which allows the steroids to be taken orally. But the slower clearance in the liver makes them more hepatoxic. So that's why you notice when you use oral steroids, and some oral steroids are worse than others, we'll get into that in a future segment as well on this podcast. We're not gonna leave you guys hanging on that. We're gonna cover that. But that's why you'll notice your liver values get strained and the frequency and severity says the frequency and severity of side effects depends on several factors including the formation formulation of the drugs so we're going to get into which ones tend to be more liver toxic than others route of administration dosage duration of use now dosage we like to use a lot when it comes to how much anabolic steroids we use when it comes to oral steroids specifically so let's say Annabar medically was designed to be used at 2.5 milligrams a day. Well, we don't use 2.5 milligrams a day as males. We jack it up. We use 30, 40, 50, 60, even 100 milligrams a day as males. Same thing with Winstroll. Winstroll might be might have been designed to, to be run 2.5 milligrams a day or 5 milligrams a day. We use it at 50 milligrams a day. We use it 10 times, 20 times more. So when you're doing that, obviously, it's going to become hepatoxic. So in this study shows it. And if you run blood work, which any of you can do, just come on the forum and check out the link to run blood work. You can get blood work done yourself. And you can see this right there in black and white. Also, some people are more sensitive. and We're going to get into that later in the podcast. We're going to talk about tips to make your liver strong so you don't get too much liver toxicity. So at the end of the day, you know, when you have liver issues on cycle, a lot of you are saying, "Well, Steve, what does it matter? Our liver is very resilient. It can come back." The problem is, when you're on cycle, it's going to make it difficult to get good results because you're going to be tired, you're going to have insomnia, when you have a strained liver. There's a lot of disadvantages to having a strained liver, and it's very very important and it can lead to other issues later on, fatty liver disease, tumors, you can have chronic vascular injuries, you can have something called acute colastic syndrome, and you can have permanent elevated liver enzymes uh, effects on, on, your, on your blood work. So we don't want that. So we want to do this the smart way. There's absolutely no excuse for you to not be using n2guard here and not be using these good quality supplements that N2guard has to help when you're on cycle and then when you come off to help give that liver a break and help it cleanse and help it detoxify so Ops i'm going to turn it over to you on this segment give us your thoughts before we kind of get into the into garden ingredients
0: right so i'm old enough steve i was just thinking as you were talking then i'm actually old enough to remember athletes back in the day having serious liver issues and this was before there are good solid then not now as we're talking about into 2 guard today but the, 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 when, when the liver protectant type products came out the number of athletes that were having liver problems dropped off the athletes are pushing the envelope all the time so there was always going to be athletes back in the day that were pushing compared to the, the average user the amount of uh, oral steroids or injectable steroids they were using I think something Steve said in another podcast or two was that we, we, we're we talking about all steroids specifically today, but all steroids, injectable or oral, have issues, and some injectable steroids can cause liver issues. And like I said, I'm old enough that I remember when there was no liver protections. We were told to take loads of vitamin C, think, well, water, Steve. That was it. And then uh, milk thistle and Live 52 came around. But that's that probably like 25, 30 years ago. But prior to then, there were magazines mentioning that such and such a diet or such and such a stopped competing and could no longer go to the big contest or whatever it was because they were having liver issues. And then, so obviously, uh, supplement companies and, and doctors and whatever have started looking at the you know what was causing the problems and whether there's a look at products. In simple terms, what Steve just said is quite simple. I, I use the phrase methylation, but it's the same with, with, with what Steve just touched upon. Quite simply, your body wants to break down a steroid especially an oral steroid, into its basic constituent parts. And your stomach's broke it down. It goes into your blood supply. We want it to go to the muscles. We want it to create an anabolic or androgenic effect. And your body doesn't. It doesn't need more testosterone. It's all you got. You kind of have to force it to happen. And the simple fact of the matter is, as Steve said, in order for that steroid, anabolic, oral or injectable, to be absorbed into the body, but specifically oral today, they had to treat the product in a certain way to allow what's called first pass through the liver to happen. And that, unfortunately, is a stressor on the liver. Then it gets into the system, and then the magic happens that we want. But that was the that's what caused the toxicity. That's what caused the issues. And, again, I'm old enough and ugly enough, Steve, been around long enough, never mind steroids, to know people that have had cirrhosis of the liver. And like Steve says, it can recover. But if you're drinking alcohol every single goddamn day at excessive levels the chances of you having liver liver issues are massive. If you've got a, a serious medical condition and you take super powerful medication that's been prescribed to you by a doctor, some of those medications come with liver toxicity issues. And, and and just a simple stand alive is a difficulty because you're stressing the body with the very medication that you're taking. And that's without getting into other issues, which we're going to touch upon later on. So the simple fact of the matter was they didn't used to exist products of any kind and I'm just about old enough to remember that to protect you. And now we have products like into 2 Guards team. So we needed them. We didn't have them. Now we've got them. So, guys, you've got no excuse. Make sure you invest a buck or two to look after yourself. Not only that, guys, it's going to give you a longer shelf life. It's going to help you with your gains long term. It's going to mean that you can carry on with cycles later on. And hopefully, fingers crossed, not help yourself, guys. There's no guarantees in life, but we're doing our absolute best to look after ourselves as much as we possibly can for the reason, Steve. Back to you, Steve.
1: So let's get over. Uh, let's go over some of the ingredients and uh, and and two gut are really good for the uh, liver. So look, all your vitamins, the vitamin D, E, C, B. These are all good for your liver, and they all play a role in maintaining your liver health. So, but look, you can buy these vitamins in a multivitamin. They're they're not hard to get. And a lot of you out there, you know, you don't have a problem with, with these vitamins because you eat you eat a good diet. So these, you know, this should come hand in hand. But if you or if you don't eat a good diet and you're not getting a multivitamin, then you might be deficient in this. So that's going to obviously hurt your liver. And, um, you know, we you know, we see that a lot with people um, as it is. So but into guard, they have so many good things in here that help your liver. Um, you know, Tutka, first of all, and Tutka is, um, it's look, it's the most powerful liver detoxer around and it's great for, for your liver overall. And it's the original N2 guard, you know, 10 years ago, didn't have Tutka in it. So once they added it, added it, it became an even better formula. After they added it, so it's a very very important ingredient to see. So any liver supplement that doesn't include tutka today is a garbage supplement because we know today the the science is in at how good tutka is, and tutka is even used in hospitals. You know, um, so in modern medicine they even use tutka for for liver issues and organ issues. So we know this stuff works really good. Luckily, it's synthesized today. Originally, it was not, and it was very inhumane the way they would uh, get TUTKA originally, but now they can synthesize it in a lab, so it's very much, it's very cheap, and it's very easy to get now. So, it really needs to be in an any type of liver supplement. So, another one, Prickolive, and this is great for the liver, just the name. P-I-C-R-O-L-I-V. I mean, it ends with L I V. So you know this is a great supplement. And prick you know, this this is an ingredient, very, very important ingredient, very powerful supplement. And it's not a cheap supplement to get. If you were to buy it from the store, I mean a bottle of it, it could run you, you know, $25, $30, $30, $38. So it's not a cheap supplement to get, but hey, it's included in this formula. And there's enough in here to really, really help. And it works great in conjunction with these other compounds. Another one, milk thistle. And um, back in mobsters day, a lot of guys, his age group, they know milk thistle. That was the go-to supplement when it came to the liver back then. And again, as I said earlier in the podcast, using milk thistle by itself, okay, it's good. But if you think it's going to really, really make a difference just using it solo, you know, when you're using these oral steroids, then you're fooling yourself. So, again, great milk thistle is great for your grandma. But for a steroid user, it's just not good enough on its own. So it needs to be used with these other products as well. So, so Mobster, tell us a little bit about milk thistle. I know it's one of your – um back in the day, you guys used to use it a lot. Yeah, I, I did
0: a little bit of uh, research on this when it first came out, Steve. On the other ingredients that Steve's mentioned already, especially the vitamins, you're helping to boost your immune system. And a quick side story, guys, a friend of mine, I think it has got Crohn's or colitis, a medical issue have serious problems with the lower intestine, and he can lose a lot of weight. And I had to point out to him the other day, trained for 21 days straight, a very high percentage of his maxis, and was basically smashing the granny out of his immune system. So anything and all those vitamins that Steve listed that support the immune system are super, super important. On the milk thistle, something I'm going to touch upon now very quickly, guys, is all of the ingredients that you're looking at have to be the right form. So whether that's an extract from the seed, from the leaf, from the stem, from the root, it needs to be the right form, and it needs to be a standardized dose. So I've done this on a previous show, Steve. Uh, When milk thistle first came out, there was an original formulation, I believe Polish might be wrong, Bulgarian, I think, actually, i tell a lie, and they managed to get a specific form of the plant which would be in this case, I think it was a the leaf then. It's a seed now when they realized it's even better. And it was a kind of mixed batch when it arrived, but they kind of broke it down, extracted what they needed from the whole plant or whatever the hell it was they had. And they found literally that it was helping deliver it in the athletes that they were working with in Bulgaria. Over time, supplement companies went crazy. Com- companies like Nitubo Muscle started to look at these kind of products and say, could we get this? Could we get that? And what happened is you had a lot of poor form and a lot of great form. If you had the super healthy leaf from the right plant in the right part of the world, delivered to your company, and you broke it down into the isolated form, you had a great product. But if you had the cheap stuff, the bottom of the bag, ash and broken down dry leaves and whatever else, or you had only had the root, or you only had the stem, and you wasn't getting it from the right plant, you got something, but you really wasn't getting what you wanted, which in this case, Steve, is the milk thistle seed extract. You wanted a specific form. So, again, this was something that came along. It was in the original first famous LIV-52 that I, 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 back in the day, along with a bunch of vitamins exactly like we've got here. But the, the form was super, super important. LIV-52 was great at the time. N2Guard is great now for these reasons. For, and, and, and in this particular case, like I said, it's the right form in terms of the seed extract at the right dosage of 300 milligrams. Super, super important. And, guys, we talk about this on shows like this. We say, go away and do your own research. What is the right amount? Where does the, In this case, where does the plant come from in the world? What part of the plant do we want? How much of that part of the plant do we want? And what form does it come in? This is the right form, the right amount, from the right place. Back to you, Steve.
1: So let me touch on a few more of the uh, uh, ones in uh, N2Guard in, in that are really, really good for the liver. So Parsley. Parsley leaf—it's got parsley leaf, and parsley is great as a liver protectant. I try to use parsley in a lot of my dishes. I, uh, I cook some Mediterranean dishes, and I definitely add parsley to it. So that's another good reason why you should you should use parsley. And parsley produces glutathione in the body, so that naturally protects the liver from damage. So it's really really good. And you know, bitter herbs as a whole—they stimulate the release of bile, so that's going to help the liver detox in its own right. So that's a really, really good option in that situation. Polyconocinol, and that's another good one. It's going to help cholesterol production in the liver. Uh, So indirectly is really, really good for, for the liver as well. You got dandelion root and dandelion root. You know, we all know it's, it's like a, it's like a mild laxative. It's, it helps with digestion. A lot of you may have already tried it. Maybe your grandma has some that she, she uses, but there's some research that shows that dandelion helps improve liver function, so we we want to use that. Turmeric root um, studies show that turmeric supplements reduce some symptoms of non-alcoholic fatty disease, so that's another option. So, I mean, we can go through the list of all these products, all these supplements that are within IntuGuard, and they all have different benefits. And like I said even though may, they may not directly help your liver like prokalo or tutka, for example, or milk thistle, they actually do indirectly because they all work together to make everything run good. So if your other organs are working good, your liver, there's going to be a better chance that your liver works good too. So we have a lot of, lot of, sup, a lot of options here with do into 2 guard. So it, it's a really a great formula and all these ingredients just it's just an amazing this type of formula that that they put together here. I am um, really really impressive uh, stack. Go ahead, master. Yeah. I'll give you two specific more that are specifically uh, beneficial
0: to the liver, guys. One is Uva Ursi leaf extract, of 75 milligrams, and the other one's fiamine at 25 milligrams. Now, as Steve said, it's something that's super important, guys, and it's difficult sometimes for the newbies to understand why other ingredients are included. And here's a phrase that we like to use here, Steve, is synergy. Okay? So what makes some form – I mean, look, again, I've been around long enough to see what's called the uh, 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 the bucket version of ingredients. So companies will hear about an ingredient, and they'll just throw that into the mix. They won't bother with the right form. They won't bother with the right dosage. They Just put it in there because we can put it on the label, and people are going to read about this ingredient, and they're going to buy it. And and it's literally just throwing it in with no idea. Now, sometimes what happens here, guys, is it's not synergistic. It doesn't work well with other ingredients. We're even going to get into the reason why you shouldn't take oral steroids and into God at the same time. You need to separate them for this very reason. You want each ingredient to work with the other ingredients to produce an overall a synergistic effect that makes it worthwhile. For example, we could probably, if we would need to build muscle, we could, up dosages on certain things to make it look good on the label lower the dosage on certain things to produce a better profit that's how stuff sometimes works in the industry again if you don't care but you want that ingredient appear on the label and you're honest enough to do that but you don't care enough to make it work better then sometimes they will have too much of something not enough of something else and so on and so forth you want everything to work together to produce a synergistic effect so that overall the body is healthy overall your skin shines, your skin health is good, your acne is lower, your pee comes out the right color, all of those kind of things while you're training crazy hard, while you're eating tons of protein, and while in this example you're using all steroids to create an anabolic effect. So you need all these ingredients to work together. They need to be at the right amount, the right ratios, taken at the right time to produce the best overall effect. So like Steve says, I I challenge you. I want you to go down the list of ingredients for yourself. As an example, Steve and I've had this big discussion with a state registered nutritionist in this country, and I mentioned this, touched on this earlier when I talked about a way of protecting the liver way back in the day. High dosage vitamin C, and so I'd I'd been brought up on the idea that one to two grams of vitamin C, and I say brought up, I mean in training terms, one to two grams of vitamin C was the dosage that you needed to take if you're using steroids to keep your uh skin looking good to help you manage the, the anabolic and harsh anabolic side effects uh in reality the the effective dosage is between 600 sorry 200 to 600 milligrams and he had a big argument with me and i back and forth because i had been brought in and he pointed this out he said look daily dosage just for normal health purposes 200 milligrams if you're going to go crazy on steroids if you're going to use oral those you can use injectable steroids up at the 600 milligrams at the same time there was a big argument, I think his name was uh, Paulin, the, the, the guy whose missus had got cancer, and he went crazy. And because he got a Nobel Prize for something or other, unrelated, unfortunately, to cancer, he had people taking, it's talking about 5 to 10 grams, so that's 5 to 10,000 milligrams per day. In reality, it has some effect, but it's no point, so superdosing it all the time. And again, if you haven't got cancer, and you're just looking to protect yourself from a cycle, You don't need to go with crazy amounts. So as an example here, Steve, there's 250 milligrams. And again, that's because we're on an oral stack of steroids. So we've gone slightly over. Plus, you should have a good, healthy diet that's producing some vitamin C from other sources. So really, you're looking probably something like 400 milligrams a day with this product and perhaps a vitamin product and the food that you're eating. You're going to be very, very close to that optimal number that I've talked about already, the 600 milligrams on cycle, which is exactly what it should be. So therefore, again, something like this, even the healthy diet and the training and and fruit and vitamins that you might already be taking with this product is going to get you very, very close to that optimal number. And again, that's what the designers and formulations of this product thought of when they designed and put some of these ingredients in there. There's another one in here, Steve, that just helps with the absorption, the pepper extract, just the absorption of the ingredients. So you're getting as much out of the product as possible. These are all super important, guys. You should think, have this in mind. If you ever sit down to design a product, or it, it, here's a thing you can do, guys. One more little challenge for you is imagine that you know something about this and you try to work out a formulation for yourself. And I bet you if you put some real work into it, one or two listeners put some real work into it, you'd actually end up with a product that includes all these ingredients at these dosages, at these ratios, that work together in and, and the right kind of form. And you go, hang on. I've worked out for myself what a product like this should be like, and it's exactly like what IntuGuard's come out as. Back to you, Steve.
1: Yeah, and you gotta remember on oral steroids, it's not just the liver; you're also straining your kidneys, you're also straining your heart, you're also straining your immune system. So there's more things in IntuGuard which will which will help you with, and um, you know maybe we'll hit that on a future podcast, get into it. But you know I'll go over some of the ingredients: Astragalus, uh root ex- extract. It's great for heart disease. You got red yeast rice. A lot of you guys, a lot of the old school guys back in your day, mobster, you guys would use this for cholesterol when you use steroids. We're talking about, um, um, we're talking about uh, You know, I'll go through the list here. Beta one three one four glucan. Great for cholesterol. Great for in- inflammation. Great for the immune system. You've got in. Um, Something uh, yeah, yerba, yerba Mate, um, uh, great antioxidant, great for your energy uh, because oral steroids kind of sometimes some of these oral steroids are really hard on your, uh, on your energy mobster. So this helps with that. I can go through the list here. It's got omega-3 fatty acids included. Uh, a lot of you aren't getting those. You're not getting your omega-3s. This is going to help with your heart disease. Um, how many people do you know who have heart heart issues? How many family members? And guess how much good fats they get on your diet? None, zero. They get literally zero good fat in their diet, and they have heart problems. This covers you. You've got more stuff. You got garlic fruit extract, great for as an antioxidant, great for the heart. You've got hawthorn berry. That's popular. That was popular back in your day, mobster. Great for blood pressure. Great for cholesterol, great for other heart issues. Um, apple pectin. We talk about fruits a lot on this podcast. We're one of the few podcasts that do that. But apple pectin, why? Great soluble fiber. It's great for your digestion, great for your heart health, great for a lot of different stuff in the body. And then coenzyme Q10. Go to any Eastern medicine doctor. When you've got heart disease, this is what they're going to tell you to take. And a lot of Western doctors too. These are, this is one of, the number, one of the top supplements for the heart. So if you're using these oral steroids, and we're going to get into the next segment, we're going to talk about which oral steroids are worse in and, and a couple segments from now. But we're going to talk about which ones are worse. Some of the oral steroids are really harsh on your heart health. And some are harsh on your liver and some are h- harsh on both. So it's got all the vitamins and minerals. It's got the folate, the B12, got calcium, iodine, magnesium, zinc, selenium. I can go through the whole list of vitamins and minerals that has all these vitamins we need to help with our health overall. Because when you use these oral steroids, they're going to wreck your health overall. So very, very important. All right, so mom, sir, um, you know, I'll, you touched on um, a bit. A couple, yeah. couple more, guys. So
0: you're taking an oral steroid and an issue with some oral steroids, and I think specifically, Steve, here of Dynabol is a great example, where some guys will retain water. I actually kind of like that uh, because I've mentioned it on other podcasts because of the, the, the water around the joint, the swelling, both intramuscular and sometimes underneath the skin. is actually going to improve my leverage for benching, but not everybody does. So one of the ingredients in here, Steve, is dandelion root extract at 200 milligrams, and that's, it's a natural diuretic. It will help reduce some of the water retention and or bloat that some, some users will struggle with. Another thing that we talked about in other podcasts when we talked about some oral steroids, and again, I'm thinking of antiviral in this example, Steve, and it's not harsh, uh, oral steroid, but the pumps can be horrendous. I've, I've had proper antiviral pumps, and it's seriously uncomfortable, guys. Great for the strength in the gym, but the pumps can be out. Um, it's just too much, especially when I'm not lifting in the gym, literally walking down the street. So they've got taurine at 233 milligrams just to help you with those painful pumps. Another one that's a boost for both the heart and the immune system, Steve, selenium, 25 micrograms. And something else that's actually had a standalone ingredient that a lot of people are big on fans of. And I know some people actually go off and buy this from the from the, the proof sources uh, in different forms and let's see if I can pronounce this properly because I don't think I say it a lot. l -er glutathione and 100 milligrams of that. Now, I might be mispronouncing that, guys, but if you look it up, it's an amazing, uh, reduces cell damage in the liver, improves insulin resistance, and helps with oxidative stress. And the damage in the liver is specifically why guys are looking for this. And I think it's actually one of those ones, funny enough, Steve, that helps with the discomfort from crazy hard training with the breakdown of muscle tissue and whatever else, and an overall improvement a boost to your health specifically. I mean, here's the, thing. the perfect cycle, guys, would be taking this oral steroid or injectable, training like an absolute maniac, and feeling amazing. Coming out with better skin, better muscular, leaner than you did before, in my case, stronger than you did before, but feeling great. And that's precisely why we're using the product the N2 guard, for those particular reasons. So, yeah, back to you, Steve, for the next one.
1: So Let's get into how to dose into guard oral so um, Mobster touched on it a little bit but it's very important not to use into guard with your oral at the same time because they'll kind of they'll kind of hurt each other you know and the into guard will actually make the oral less effective so you want to use it at least 90 minutes before or after so that's very very important to use it that way so I would give it at least an hour and a half two hours. So if you're going to take your oral at 9 o'clock, you want to take the N2GAR before 7 p.m. or after 11 a.m. in that situation. That's it. It's as simple as that. And it won't interfere with it. It'll actually help if you do it that way. So it's very, very important to do it that way. Um, and look, at the end of the day, seven a day, seven capsules of the n 2 guard a day is what, what's recommended. Now, if you're using a harsher stack, you can go higher. Uh, if you're using less of a hard stack, you can go a little lower three to four caps off cycle, I'm not rich i'm I'm poor. Steve is Steve is poor. You guys know that. I have to use it three to four caps off cycle. but when I'm on cycle, I use it seven caps or ten caps depending on how harsh my cycle is. It makes a big difference. So it's all about saving you guys money in the process. I don't want you guys to. You know, I want you guys to save some money, but I'm not sacrificing my health to save money because in the long run, it's going to cost you more if you sacrifice your health. Go ahead, master. Yeah, so
0: here's what I sometimes see. And guys, you know that I'm very straightforward in the way that I talk sometimes almost to the point of rudeness on the forums. I'll admit it, but I don't care. to admit it. It's no problem for me. So here's what I sometimes see, right? You're happy to spend a $1,000 on a stack so, red cycle, orals or injectables. Uh, but then you'll go, oh, this is one hundred and fifty dollars, or this is two hundred dollars. Why should I go? Out? And then you and the great one, and I know why you're saying it, right? as we've all been. Like Steve said, it's, 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 Steve's tripping over their caviar jars going into the office to record this podcast. But all joking aside, I don't understand the logic, or really the fact that you spent a thousand bucks on, and it's a thousand bucks is typical on a steroid cycle, and then say, I want to cheap out. Can I take four pills or five pills? Will it have some effect? Yes, of course it will. Because you're using something to help boost your ability to recover from an oral steroid uh, stack, as we're talking about today. But you're using a less than effective dosage. And like I said, people have sat down, the original owner sat down with highly regarded people in the industry and tried their absolute best to produce a very effective product, and you want to use less of that than you should. So, in my mind, the guys that are trying to be cheap and go four pills or five pills, or sorry, four capsules or five capsules, guys, I understand why you're doing it. But to my mind, if you're going to spend a thousand bucks on a cycle, don't start that cycle until you've raised enough money to run the protections like n guard at the right dosages, too. Now, I will also agree with you, Steve as we will touch upon it momentarily. There are some steroids, which are oral steroids especially, which are especially uh, toxic compared to, say, for example, again, Anavar and Dynabar. It just is. And I can understand the logic again, and especially, guys, if you can afford it, of running a slightly higher dose. Now, for the most part, when guys come onto the forum and they say, how many of these capsules should I take? And I'm like, read the label. It's right there, seven capsules. I've got the empty junk pot in front of me right here, Steve. Seven capsules, run it properly or or, or or run it slightly overdosed rather than try to skimp out and run it underdosed. If you're happy to spend all that money on training, on those great Nike or Adidas shoes, on the amazing gas uh, tracky bottoms that you're wearing and you're going to a gym that's costing you a certain amount of money per month and you're happy to put gas on the car and all those other things just to go to the gym, it's trying to save a few bucks here and there by going a couple of capsules left makes no sense to me. So we run it at the dosage it says, which is seven, or even slightly higher for the oral, harsh oral steroids that we're going to get into nasty. Back to you.
1: All right. So let's kind of go over the the, the orals. I get on this question a lot. Which orals are worse than the others? And look, we're going to have to depend on blood work for this um, and the blood work that I've seen to determine which are worse and which. Now, obviously, it's a, on dosing as well, because some... Some oral steroids, if you run them at a certain dose, they can be just as liver toxic, even though they're more mild than the other ones. So, you know, we just go through the list. Anadrol, it is 17-alpha-alculated. alkylated. is liver toxic. Is it more toxic than other steroids? I would say above average when it comes to effects. Anovar, liver toxic. Is it as, as liver toxic with some of the other steroids? Probably not. I would say it was kind of in the middle um, when it comes to that. Then you've got um dinable. I would say, is a little more liver toxic than than the average. Proviron, I would say is below. Uh Provirin on paper, it's actually not 17 alpha alkylated. So it's going to be more mild and it's not going to hurt your liver like these other steroids will. So, but it will have some effect. Anything, any foreign substance you put in your body is going to have an effect on the liver. It doesn't matter what it is. So even perviron, even though it's not liver toxic on paper because we're using it at the doses we're using it at it's still going to have some effect on the liver. troll, I would say is way above average when it comes to liver toxicity. Definitely one you want to be using 10 capsules of N2Guard with. I would say is, is it's it's 17 alpha I would say it was more average. Um and then you have winstrol and I would say winstrol was above average when it comes to liver toxicity. Is definitely liver toxic. So That would be the kind of, if I go over these orals, the main orals that we usually like to use, that would be the effect. And halo uh, would be above average. Halo is very, very toxic. Even at a a tiny 10 milligram a day dose, it can be very, very uh, liver toxic in the body. Go ahead, Monster. I was going
0: to actually say halo testing, Steve. I mean, there are a couple of drugs that our strength athletes use. Halo testing is one. And the other one, I believe, is check drops. There's another name for check drop, guys. Please look it up. So here's the thing if you, and again, I looked into both of these as an idea of using them to boost my strength. Uh, and I believe, I think I'd even include oral trend here, Steve. So I, I have zero issues doing oral cycles. And we've had back and forth with other members on a forum who disagree about how long you should run them for. Uh, quite simply, uh, Dynabolt, for example, I would run. Six to eight weeks, no issue. The last, most recent cycle I've done included Dynabol, just the last couple of weeks, funny enough, because I was using Anivir as well. And I've had a bunch of oral cycles, which have been six to eight weeks. Very rarely run them longer. However, when I was looking at halo testing and uh, check drops, and for that matter, or uh, trend, pretty much every expert out there back in the day and now has you running these uh, short periods of time. In fact, in the case of the check drop, Steve, two weeks. And I've never used it even for two weeks. I've only actually ever used it as a booster on the day of a competition. But those of the recommendations which included the two weeks said that the reason for that was quite simply the liver toxicity. And check drops is, is, is comes in an injectable form, funny enough, guys, but you take it in the micrograms under your tongue, literally a drop from a syringe under your tongue. And it gives you a fantastic aggressive boost on the day of a competition. But to use it as an injector, was it was originally intended, never, I've never seen a stack or recommendation from any guru that says you take it for more than two weeks. And that's because it's such a stressor on the body. So, yeah, there are definitely some that are worse than others. And that's without getting into dosages. If you run these, these oral steroids, and especially the harsher oral steroids are higher than needed dosages or higher than normal, you'll push. it's, it's like racing a car that much faster, Steve. The, the chances of issues become that much higher. Now, something else we're going to touch upon is we're talking about oral steroids and protecting ourselves with a product that N2 guard. What we're not including is what you do outside of the performance enhancement, what you do outside of the gym. So we will occasionally have people come onto the forums and they'll say, "Um, I'm young. Uh, My buddies and I have got a cake party this weekend. Can I take this stack? Let's say it includes oral steroids. And can I go to the party and have a few beers? And what do we answer? The answer is quite obviously no, because no, no young guy goes to the gym. I mean, you'd have to be a, 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 a saint or a bishop or something, Steve, to go to a party and only have a couple of beers with his buddies all night. In reality, what's going to happen is going to minimum four, and probably a lot more than that. And the reality of the situation is, is asking for our permission to go and get drunk with his buddies and do an oral stack or an injectable stack of steroids. So there's that. So that's that's a stressor. That's not mentioned. And the guys will come on the forum. If you all kinds of PD and anabolic type information, I lift this much, my chest is this big, I weigh this much, how long how, how I dress to the left, all that kind of information, but they won't mention that they drink or they won't mention that they do certain recreational drugs or they won't mention that they have a medical condition. And this is something else. That Steve and I were talking about in the pre show, where some over the counter non prescription medical medications can cause stresses on the body, whether that's to the gut, in the case of anti inflammatories like ibuprofen, Advil, as you call it in the States, Steve, or other, other medications. And that's over the counter medications, which, in and of themselves, at higher dosages, and I'm talking about the upper level of what you're supposed to take can cause stresses on the body, including your cholesterol, including your blood numbers, including your liver and your kidneys. And that's without prescribed medication that you get given to by a doctor through a pharmacy for a specific medical condition. So those are stressors on the body as well. Touch on that, Steve.
1: Every time you drink alcohol, some of your liver cells die. And the liver is a very very strong organ where it can regenerate new cells. But what happens over time is the more you do it, the less it can regenerate. So eventually it's going to get to the point where you have less and less of liver cells in the body and your liver really behaves very, very bad uh, when it comes to being able to do its job and you're making life hard on your, on your liver. You're making life hard on your body. It's very, very stressful. So look at the end of the day, if you're listening to this and you drink alcohol, you know, every day, I know some people that drink alcohol every evening, they'll drink alcohol. Um, and just the propaganda, out, propaganda out there by beer companies and wine companies and liquor companies and commercials. And, you know, um, it really is, uh, the way they make it sound is like you need alcohol just to have a good time. You need alcohol to be happy. And you don't Uh, take it from me, someone who hasn't touched alcohol in what 15, 20 years. And I have no reason to touch alcohol. So it's so much better on your body to just avoid it completely. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to make that decision on your own. Um, And even drinking alcohol once a week is not good for you. So let's just be honest, it's going to strain your liver, oral steroids on top of it, it's going to strain your liver, and if you expect n 2 to save you, then I don't know what to tell you, N2Guard is not a magic pill here, you know, it's not. If you're going to do everything wrong, and then think N2Guard is going to save you, then you're fooling yourself. But N2Guard works well when you allow it to work well, and you can only control what you can control. So if you're throwing a bunch of drugs at your body, you're throwing a bunch of alcohol at your body, and you're taking oral steroids on top of it, what do you think is going to happen to your liver? What do you think is going to happen to your kidneys? What do you think is going to happen to your heart health? What do you think is going to happen to your brain health, your immune system, all that stuff? So it's all about being healthy. So really, my tip is avoid alcohol. If you want to protect your organs, you need to avoid alcohol completely. There's no benefit to alcohol. There's no health benefits to alcohol, guys. Guys and gals, all right. No matter what the wine industry claims, no matter what the liquor industry claims, I love the whole like oh one drink a day is good for you. It, studies show that one one drink a night is good for you. Look, those aren't real studies, guys. Those are those are the wine companies. Those are the the liquor companies putting out propaganda, and they're they're biased. They 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 twist the the the, the studies just like saying Cheerios is good for the heart. I'm sure a lot of boomers out there believe that. When in fact, the FDA has sued Cheerios multiple times and told them please stop saying that because it's not true. But what happens is grains are good for the heart and then Cheerios says, "Oh yeah, you know, it's good for the heart, you know. It's the same thing. It's 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 lies, it's propaganda put out by food companies and liquor companies. So, you need to eat healthy, you need to drink healthy, water. That's all I drink is water. You know, if I need to add some electrolytes, I'm sweating a lot, I'll add some salt and I'll eat a a pinch of salt and a pinch of cream of tartar to my water to give me some electrolytes. That's it. I don't use electrolyte drinks. These mixes they are all full of additives. I don't use that. Just water. Our ancestors drink water. Animals in the wild, they drink water. I mean, so these are, these are tips that can help your liver guys. And when it comes to using oral steroids, don't abuse them. Don't run them for too long. Don't run too high of a dosage and make sure you're using your 2 guard. Very, very important to use your N2 guard, at least on cycle and post cycle. If you can use it off cycle, that's even better, but it's a must and it's a, it's completely mandatory on cycle with, with, with anabolic steroids, hundred percent. So um, uh, give us your thoughts, some tips.
0: Well, I want to ask you a question, Steve, because you're U.S.-based and I'm not. And then I'm going to give you one more uh, tip or two, uh, just as we roll into the end of the podcast. Something that Steve and I talked about in a pre-show, and it's becoming more common here, Steve, but the U.S. is especially common, is the, I think you touched on it, the amount of uh, drug stores and the over-medicated, and I mean over-medicated, I've seen the same documentary that we talked about, Uh, which was to do with big pharma, just how much pharmaceuticals over-the-counters and prescribed medications are used in the American market versus the UK market. Something you know more about than I do. I want to touch on for myself, guys, this should make kind of obvious common sense. When Steve just talking about low alcohol and more hydration, especially when you're using oral steroids, you will get better results if you have a better diet. And, of course, a healthy diet is going to be that much healthier for you, full of vitamins, green leaves, different colours of fruits and vegetables. See way, way, way too many posts from, from young guys that can't cook or, and I quote, don't like vegetables. Listen up, motherfucker. If I was your mum or your dad, i would just, like, grab your body here. I would say, eat it because it's good for you. It doesn't have to taste nice. The problem is that we're too saturated with sugar and sweeteners and God knows what else, and that includes the sauces and seasonings that are get added to so many fruit to the point where you can't eat a carrot as it comes or you can't have a lettuce leaf as it comes have to have some sort of dressing on guys learn to eat healthily and that's good for you learn to eat healthily in the right ratios for a a cycle and your results will be better and of course the healthy part is super important here you'll be getting vitamin c from your fruits and your veggies from juices that you make yourself so that's super important but touch on as i've just said steve that the overprescription of medication in the America market, which is slowly creeping over here into Europe, and into the UK as well. Before we finish up,
1: yeah. So a lot of people don't realize these drugs that you guys are using. And look, you know, pharmaceutical drugs are, are an amazing thing. They prolong life. Uh, there's people alive today that I know they'd be dead a long time ago without prescription drugs. So, but we want the idea is we want to you know, not use them unless it's absolutely necessary. And um, we see this a lot. And uh, one of the things we talked about in the pre-show, Mobster and I, is if you go to the drugstore, we have drugstores on every corner in America, every corner. You go to a different country, you don't see that. Uh, I couldn't even, Like, I went to, um, I went to the Dominican Republic uh, a few years ago. And I was like, well, I want to go check out, you know, uh, uh, the, the pharmacy there. And because I know they sell steroids there in pharmacies. So I wanted to go to see a pharmacy. I didn't see a single pharmacy. Like if you need if you want to go to a pharmacy, you have to like ask a taxi driver, take me to a pharmacy. He's got to drive, you know, quite, you know, he's drive 15, 20 minutes off the road, off the highway, to find a pharmacy. But in America, you can walk to a pharmacy. It's on every corner. There's like two pharmacies on every corner. So we're definitely And If you go in there, you see the people in line, they've got alcohol in one hand cigarettes on the other hand and they've got candy bars in the other hand and cookies and boxes of bars and it's just guys i mean come on if you're doing that don't you see the the, the idiocy of what you're doing like don't you see the connection you have to you're eating all this putting all this junk in your body any you these prescription drugs to be able to put the drugs in the body and then it's like just a cycle of of nonstop ridiculousness so we want to look it sounds hypocritical, but it's not like we're telling you oral steroids and then we're sending you eating these oral steroids. We're you, you know, you're you're using these oral steroids five, ten, 10, 20 times the medical doses, you know, but we're telling you to do them the right way. We're telling you to use 2 with it. We're telling you to not use every drug under the sun. If you're on five, 10 different drugs, you should not be touching oral steroids, you know, so. That's that's kind of the point of what you're telling you. So you can control what you can control, okay? You can control not buying alcohol. You can control not buying cigarettes. You can control not going and eating fast food. You can control taking care of your liver, sleeping good at night. Those are things you can control, okay? We can't control certain things. We can't control, you know, our environment being so polluted. Those are things beyond our control. You know, we can do our best to help out and you know help clean the environment we can help you know get clean up the environment where we live and stuff but some things the the air we breathe and all this stuff some some things are behind our control but you can control what you can control is what i always tell people so are finish up and take us to this guy i think it was a great show
0: like steve says do your absolute best with your diet your environment uh, if you are on a certain amount of number of over-the-counter medications think about reason why you'll take them Improve your lifestyle if you're taking prescribed medications that you don't need to take because you can't. You're too goddamn lazy to improve your lifestyle. That includes cutting down on smoking, drinking. It includes eating better. Those are all things like Steve says that are within your control. Now, of course, we're on a we, we talk about performance enhancement, guys. So we can't say don't do that because we're doing it ourselves. So what we're talking about here, like I said right at the beginning, Steve is an insurance policy. We're doing our best to protect ourselves with a solid ass product. Like N2Guard from a great company that's an approved source, like need, need to Build Muscle, to do the absolute best to maintain a great and vital level of health as we possibly can. And then to enable us to be protected so that we can do other cycles in the future and be big, muscular, strong freaks like we want to be. Keep that in your minds. Please note we are not doctors and opinions that ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.